What's up, peeps? I'm Mike. And I'm Matt. And we are the Pink Gold Peeps, a podcast about two 20-somethings talking all things Nintendo. And Matt, it's our 20th episode. It is our 20th episode. We I, made it. I can't believe we made 20 episodes of the Pink Gold Peeps. Well, actually, technically we've made like 29. 29. <laughs> but 20, 20 published episodes of the I Pink know. Gold Peeps. We're it, getting there. We're getting there. It makes me happy. You know, like we stuck through it. And hopefully, if you haven't stuck through it, you're getting back on there. Uh, yeah, tell your friends. We're really important. cool. But we're how are you, Matt? I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing pretty good. Good. We had a good week. Yeah. It was a it was a bit of a crazy week for me. So we usually actually we record on a Thursday, but yes. this week we're recording on a Saturday. Yes, we because are. I was running around a little bit because my housemates, including my roommate, were not including my roommate. Well, my roommate and my girlfriend were both yes. gone this week. So I had to keep myself very busy and I did that. Good. But um anyway, we have a lot to talk about this week, so we're just gonna go right into it. Matt, what have you been playing? I have been playing Spider Man. I I, I have played at least 23 hours of Spider-Man. And I usually don't play a lot of video games. Really. Yeah, I know. That's but what I'm thinking. I'm like, wow, you played a lot, a lot of... of Spider-Man. I beat the main campaign. I've done a good amount of the side stuff. Cool. And it is probably one of the front runners for my game of the year. Of course. I mean, it's a game built for people like you. It, I mean, yes, but also like... It's also aside good. Aside from that, it's also a really, really good game. I was like... I was hoping the story would be good because I, I love Spider-Man and I think Spider-Man can tell some really good stories. But this story, they because it's their own world if you don't follow the game, which you probably don't because it's a Nintendo podcast. <laughs> but um, it is a really good story that was surprising because they made their own Spider-Man universe and they did some things where I was like, I never, ever expected that to happen. It, it, yeah. it was just amazing. The story gripped me. The web swinging is just it's super amazing. Fun. It's so much fun. And the combat is really fun. It's like... It's like you take a base, base, base level of Arkham combat, and then you're like, all right, well, here's the basic press X to fight, press circle to dodge, and now let's make it Spider-Man. Yeah. And then everything else is different, and it just feels so fluid. But I, I play it on the hardest difficulty, mm-hmm. and at the beginning, I died a lot, but then once you get into a pattern, you just feel so amazing. Yeah, I imagine. I will say this: like, I've never, I haven't even picked up the game, but I've watched you play it a little bit. And this week, I watched a lot of people on Twitch because I just needed something to put on the television. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, even someone who hasn't played the game, before, I'm like, wow, that looks like a lot of fun. It, it is. It, a it's lot fun, of fun to watch, and it's very, it's very. Um, it has a lot of just pizzazz to it. You know, it's spectacle. Yeah, it's, just so, it's very high. The the animations are so good. Yeah, I I mean I be, I just beat the game, and I already want the sequel right now. Of course. I'm happy you're having fun, but I've actually been playing Nintendo games. (laughs) So I said last week that I had bought Donkey Kong Adventure for Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, the DLC, and I did beat it. So it took about, I'd say like 10 to 11 hours to complete everything. And and that is the main story campaign, collecting all the collectibles, and then there's a a bunch of challenges that, uh, uh, you know, come out. So in the last game... Basically, when you went to a world, after you beat it, there'd be a challenge for every level. So it'd be about 10 challenges. In this one, there's four mini-worlds. They're about four to five levels long. And they made, um, in the challenge levels, there's four for the first world, four for the second world, three for the third world, and two for the last world. So there's not as many, but then when you beat all of those, you get four ultimate challenges. Now, in Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, the, the vanilla version of the game, I did beat all four ultimate challenges. This one, I beat one. And I saw the other ones, and I was like, that looks fun, but no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so I beat everything but three of the four ultimate challenges. Gotcha. Just because it's like, I could throw myself at these and really try to focus and figure out how they work, but I don't care enough 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, I had my fun. I got my money's worth. I'm good. I was going to say, it sounds like you, you did what Ubisoft had said it would take you about to do all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I mean, like, I think I think the same way I do with uh, Mario Odyssey is you should keep playing until you don't want to anymore. Yeah. And it's fun. And the fact is, is even though I had said last week, it's like more of the same, but it is and it isn't. It's more of like tactics-based combat where movement's important. But rabid Cranky Kong and Donkey Kong just treat the game so differently just because of the way, like, they have abilities that no one else has. And, you know, Donkey Kong's mechanics are so separate. Like, he can't dash. Like, you know how everyone can always dash into enemies? Right. He can't do that. But he can pick up people. You know, he can pick up items and deal damage. But he can pick up enemies. And if he hits other enemies, they take a lot more damage. But you can also throw your allies, which obviously doesn't do damage, but lets you set up really cool combos. So, you know, balancing how to use Donkey Kong for the entire thing was really cool. Interesting. And it kept, yeah, it just kept it really fun, you know. Can you, can you take Donkey Kong into the other levels? You cannot. But mm. the fact is, is the levels in Donkey Kong Adventure are built for Donkey Kong. So there's, like, ramps that if he runs up to, and only if he runs up to, he can, like, swing from a vine. So it allows him to be a lot more mobile, but they built it in a way so it basically, like, it's not just a pipe. The enemies can't use it. Your allies can't use it. Only Donkey Kong can use it. Because there's certain levels where it's like, you know, you have to run after enemies who are basically stealing parts. And it's a lot easier to get them with Donkey Kong because it's like you can swing halfway across the map and grab them and then, you know, swing back and, you know, throw them at somebody else. But they built the enemies too. There are new versions of enemies. Like these guys that I say, they steal these machine parts. I think they can move like 30 or 40 spaces. So it's like their range is basically wherever they want to go on the map, they can go. And that, you know, you can't, you don't have that in the other game because no one moves that fast. No one could keep up. So they, you know, they built these new versions of the enemies and a bunch of new challenges too. I'll say like they had like, there are still like the defeat all the enemies, but there's like, you know, pick up all the machine parts or, Keep these, you know those guys, the big slammer guys who, if you attack them, they automatically walk up to you. And if they're close enough to you, they hit with the slab. There's a version of that enemy that they still do that, but on their turn, they're always heading towards a certain location. If they ever reach a location, they win. So they, there's just a couple challenges like that that are nothing that you had in the other game. So it keeps it interesting for the, you know, 16, 17 levels that you have. I really enjoyed the expansion. And knowing that you can get this game as its gold edition, which comes with all the DLC, for like 50, 60 bucks, it's like, you should definitely buy it, because after you play through the whole game, it's still fun. Although I will say, I, I missed doing like, you know, 200 damage, because you don't get to that point in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does, it, it is still satisfying. Um, and I just want to let people know, now, uh, I'm playing Hyper Light Drifter. Uh, I'm about halfway through the game, I think. It's good. I'm not like super duper impressed, but I think I also was going in with a lot more like, Hype, I guess. I would, yeah, I've played Hyperlight Drifter before. Oh, you have? And yes, I have. And I think that um, I think people overplay it. It's just it's a really really good indie game, but that's what it is. Yeah, and it's very like when people think Steam indie games, like you know, three or four years ago, like when you think, oh, it's an indie game, it fits that bill perfectly, which isn't a bad thing. But I think off the heels of something like Hollow Knight, which is you know, it is a good indie game, but there's so much more. It's really like just a it's just a good game. I, um, I haven't played through the whole thing, yeah. but I, I have played bits and pieces of Hyperlight Differ on other people's things, so I am interested in buying it for myself at some point. Yeah, and I'm not saying I'm not enjoying it, but it's like, here's the thing. If you told me that Torna came out tomorrow, and it was like, oh, do you want to buy Torna, do you want to buy Hyperlight? I probably would have bought Torna. Well, I mean, that's different, because one of them is, like, built for you. Um, okay, maybe not a fair, not an apt <laughs> comparison. 
Um, we're going to talk about this later, but Final Fantasy XV Pocket Edition HD came out on the Switch. And if I had known that it was coming out, like confirmed to come out when it did, I probably just would have waited and played mm. that instead. I'm not saying it's a bad game, but for someone like me who has played a lot of indies, I was like, this is one of those ones that can sit on the back burner and I can wait. But right now it's it's filling my time until Torna comes out physical. So it's good. But yeah, yeah that's all I've been playing. But let's, let's keep it moving, Matt. We have a lot to talk about. Yes, we do. So indie spotlights. Just a couple quick indie spotlights. Uh, first one, Moonlighter has a release date almost. They, they've been tweeting all about it. It's coming out in November. We don't have a date in November, but it's coming out in November, which makes me excited. Yes, I, I, it's great. I want this game really bad. Yeah, so it's going to be good. Uh, Reigns is September 20th. Yeah, so it should be out uh, only a few days after this. Um, I don't know if you saw, but there is a Game of Thrones-themed Reigns in development. I did hear that. I don't know if that one's coming to Switch. I don't know either. Not at the moment. I imagine it eventually will. Yeah, well, I imagine if they built Reigns, I mean, the way that Reigns works, I imagine just saying it's a different file. Just turning it into the Switch version. It's like basically just an overlay of Reigns with different cards. But, um, I mean, if you're a Game of Thrones fan and if you're a Reigns fan, even if you're just a Reigns fan, I'd say this would be awesome. Yeah. Um, and Ultimate Chicken Horse is finally getting released. Which yep. I don't know how often we've talked about on this. I don't think we have. But basically what it is is you go through a level and you try to get – you and your friends are on one side of the map. It's totally blank, totally empty, and there's a flag on the other side, and you try to get there. And every time you die, you get to add another block. I thought it was every time you win. I thought it was every time you die. I don't. I haven't actually played the game, so I don't know how the logistics work. Oh uh, well, but because I think when you get the flag, that's the end. No, it, well, it's like horse. So you have every time you do it, you have to make it more difficult, and it's like oh, horse, like yeah, like you play basketball. It might be that. Basically, the nature of the game, though we don't know the actual points of it, is everyone's playing the same course, and you're trying to you know be the only person who beats it, and every round more stuff gets added by the players. So you're trying to make it as hard as possible. But you still need to be able to beat it. But yeah, but you want it yourself. So it looks it looks fun. Yes, it does look very fun. Um, I have another one. Oh sure. Which is um, this game called Val Valtherian. Valtherian. Valtherian Arc Hero School Story is coming to the Switch. This sounds pretty anime, Matt. It it's basically My Hero Academia, but fantasy. Okay. So basically, what you do is it's a high school in fantasy times. And it's a JRPG, but the twist is you're building the school and you have to... It's a business simulation where you're managing the school, training, um, like, knights and wizards okay. and clerics and stuff. But then you also send your classmate or your schoolmates, your students, out on adventures. So it's like... This- and then it's also an RPG and you can either take them out unsupervised or supervised and you go with them and you command them and you play as them. Interesting. So it's like Reseteer, but for... A school management rather than a shop. Yeah, kind of. Okay, okay. No, it looks interesting. Um, it's one of those games where I'm like, wow, that's a very interesting concept. And I looked at the art style and I was like, ooh, that's ugly. <laughs> but <laughs> it still seems like a cool concept. So if it? the reviews are good, then I'd be interested. When is it coming out? Uh, end of September. Oh, no, okay. I'm sorry, early October. So it should be so soon. We'll hear about it soon. Yes. Okay. October um, 2nd. Cool. Anything else you want to talk about? Or we want to move to our no, quick that's news. It. Let's okay, so quick news. news. Uh, we did get a reason for the cloud save functionality not being enabled in Splatoon 2 and Pokemon Let's Go. The reason is basically, uh, um, I'm paraphrasing, but games where you have like a ranking system or you know valuable items that can be traded away, they don't want to have backups so those items still retain their value. So like for example, if I have my Mew, I could back up my cloud save, trade the Mew to Matt. And then reload my old cloud save, and I'll still have Mew. But then we'll be two of them. 
And then with ranking system, if I'm playing Splatoon 2 and I'm, you know, I'm a high rank and then I, you know, I screw up my rank one day, I'd be like, no, 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 I want to, I, I delete my file and blow up the little cloud save and I'm, I'm back at that rank. Mm, that's like, that's interesting to me because like, I mean, that's not how cloud saves work on any other system, you know? Yeah, like, but you have a cloud save for a game and like, that's the, that's what you have. And every time you play the game, it updates. But what if you were to, I mean, in Pokemon games, what if I were to take my game and, you know, disconnect from my, disconnect from online, you know, and wirelessly trade you that Mew and then turn off the game and go on and try to load down my but cloud save. But when you turn it back on, it should automatically update your cloud save. Interesting. But I guess Nintendo is not doing that because Nintendo just doesn't get online. No, they don't. I mean, but if, if this is the way it works for them, that makes sense. Like, I mean, yeah, like, if this is the way they're doing it, that makes sense. Yeah. So, it's I, not, like, uh, the more and more I hear about Nintendo's online, the more and more I don't like it. I'm just, like, for me, I'm, like, I, look here, I don't have a PlayStation 4. I don't play, you know, online games like that. So, to me, it doesn't really matter, but I understand why people are frustrated. But for I mean, me, I'm it just, like, it's just, like, it's just, like, literally all it is now is that we're playing to play online. We're paying to play online. Like, that's all it is. They're just yeah. flipping a Switch. Like, you're paying to play online. There's not really any bonuses that they've proven to us or anything. It's just, like, now you're paying for online. And some games have cloud saves. Yep. And I'm, I am I just, like, I think that's stupid. I I think it's stupid, but then at the same time, for someone like me, I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> because if, if I want to play Splatoon, yeah. It's like, but it's also like, sure, I pay $60 for PlayStation Plus every year, but I also get free games every month yeah i mean we do get the free nes games for people who care about that yeah but and then they also with the family plan i think they're good because it's like i mean listen between like the five of our friends who have switches we'll pay what eight dollars if that each didn't they change that though i believe they changed that in the direct so you can get two two yeah it's like two for 35 or something is what they said now oh well i mean that's still cheaper i mean yeah it's still much cheaper but it's also less expensive than any other online I mean, if they were charging sixty I mean, bucks, yes. I'd be like, "That's, that's yes, ridiculous." Yes, I get that, but they've gone over a year and a half now without paid online, and now they're just flipping a switch, and it's like all you're getting is you have to pay for online. You're getting a couple NES games if you care about that. You're getting cloud save that's not really cloud save, and you're well, getting it, it is some cloud. special rewards, well, spe- it, some special offers. It is cloud save, just not for certain games, yeah. like. Like, if you told me it was Cloud Saves for nothing, yeah, but, like, it does back up your Mario Odyssey file, your Breath of the Wild file, your Xenoblade 2 file. It's like, yes, it doesn't back up certain games, and I can understand if, like, you basically only have your Switch to play Splatoon, I can understand you being pissed. Or with Pokemon, let's go. But I also imagine that when Pokemon Bank comes out for the Switch, I imagine it will be free, because you'll, if you have to pay for the online to access it. But I already pay, I already have it set up, so I pay an annual $5. Really? Yeah. Oh, you don't I, have that? No, I only paid five bucks to move all my guys to one other thing, and then I moved it back. I mean, all right. Yeah. I, I, I monitor these things. If I need Pokemon well, online... Well, then you have to do it for the next game, and then you have to do it for the next game, and then you have to do it for the next game, and a Pokemon game comes out every year. Yeah, but, I mean, no, because when I'm trading it from... I'm talking, like, from one generation to the next. Like, mm-hmm. Pokemon Black and White, you know, to Pokemon X and Y. But then did X you move y. all your Pokemon from Sun to Ultra Sun? Yeah, but I have two DSs. But you have to trade to do that. Yeah. So, but then what did you trade to do that? I, I what do you mean? Like, what Well, did I you tra- get new Pokemon in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Do you just trade all of those Pokemon to get all of your old Pokemon? I, oh, you know what it was? I was breeding a bunch of Pokemon in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. And I just kept all the breeding rejects and traded them all for the Pokemon that I cared about from Sun and Moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. 
I'm just, like, I get the frustration, but, like, listen, I nothing hasn't been said that has been said already. And knowing Nintendo, I'm just kind of, like, I'm kind of saying, let's just deal with the cards you've been dealt. Because as of now, there's probably no chance we're going to get change in the immediate. They no, know we hate it. We're definitely Everybody not. knows we hate it. <laughs> like, okay, am I going to pay for it still? Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, I'm still going to pay for it, but, like, I don't know. It's just... Yeah. It's not great. No, it's not, but... At least there's somewhat of a reason. Like, I'm saying, if you were one of those people who were borderline on this online, I don't think this should sway you. No, definitely not. It wouldn't. Like, I, if you were someone who's borderline, like, uh, I, like our friend Tim, Tim's been on here a couple times, he wasn't going to get it, and I don't think he should. No, I don't think he should not, either. It's not getting him anything. Anytime he's going to play Smash, it's going to be here. Yeah, and that's that's what it really boils down to. If you're someone who plays games online, you're going to want to pay for this. Right. And if you're not someone who plays one games online, there's no real reason for you to pay for this. But honestly, I kind of prefer that. I don't think I should have to pay for something if I'm not going to use it. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, PlayStation Plus gives you all those, uh, you know, exactly. all those benefits that's and stuff like in. that. But it's also $60. For $20 to just play online? Yeah, okay. And if I'm not playing online, then I won't pay for it. I guess. Yeah. Because as of right now, outside of Splatoon, I'm not playing anything online. I don't know about you. Are you playing anything online on your Switch? Uh, other than Splatoon, I not not at the moment. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll wait till some cool reward because they said that they said there's like you know hidden rewards coming soon, and I'm like, listen, I'm interested to see what that is. Yeah, if they I, like, cool, I feel like this is the time to announce that stuff too, unless it just wasn't ready. Whatever it is, but like, if clearly all, something's not right. If, That's <laughs> yeah, right. It's like if all it was going to be was like special discounts or something, then why wouldn't they just say in the future you'll get special discounts or something? That would at least interest people more than something else in the future. I think that something's coming down the line, and they don't want to say it yet because they want people to be early adopters. But they're like, we can't say this yet because then everyone's gonna be like, where is this? Where is this? Where is this? Yeah, but like, if it's something like, if it's something like special discounts, then that shouldn't really be a problem. You just you just make special discounts. I know, but it's Nintendo. I know. Why announce that now when they can announce in a direct three months from now and we can all freak out about it and everyone? We would have all online. freaked out about it now. We have enough things to freak out about. Look at this list. Yeah, that doesn't matter. We still would have freaked out about it. It still <laughs> would have been great. It would have been... I mean, if you're advertising a product that comes two weeks from now, then you should tell the people all the reasons why they should want to get it. Yeah, but right now, the reasons that they're giving us are the cloud saves. And, you know, you were saying to me yes the other day about... The half-baked cloud saves. I'm not... Every game but two... Is not half No, it's more than just two, though, because on top of that, just already select Nintendo games. They're going to have a thing on boxes that, like... Tells you whether or not it has cloud? Right. Okay. Well, if I had known that, you just said everything but those two. I didn't say that. Well, you've been... The only ones you've brought up are those two. That's just because of the best examples. I'm pretty sure you brought them up. Well, I didn't know there were any other games that didn't work with it. All right, well, anyway... The fact is, I'm nihilist about my cloud saves. I told you this last week. I know. So, anyway... Next up, now that we've talked about that, I'm getting that out of the way early. Mm. Um, Tales of Asperia has a release date of January 11th, because everything's coming out January 11th. Really? Yeah, we'll talk about it later. January 11th is a big day. Um, that's that. Uh, Pokemon Go, for all the Pokemon Go players out there, there's some cool stuff. I'm sure you've oh seen it. Oh my god, it. there's so much cool stuff. Um, Mewtwo will be coming to regular raids on the 20th, and right now there's a bajillion Kanto Pokemon out there to be caught. Oh my god. To fill out your Pokedex. This annoys me. What? This Kanto thing. Oh, it doesn't annoy me. I have like a bunch this of This is like the have. third time they've done a Kanto event. And it's like, I get, I get for new players, it's good because they can fill out that Kanto thing. But this was that ultra thing that every player was working towards, especially the veteran players. So like, why don't you make it something that everybody can enjoy? Like like a Mewtwo raid? 
I mean, yes, that's great. <laughs> that is, I'm not saying that's not great, but this Kanto thing is like, come on. Yeah, well, I mean, I've caught enough Gen 3 Pokemon at this point that I don't really care. I have caught enough Kanto Pokemon that I can never see one again and be perfectly happy. Well, yes, but it's hard to appeal to you people who've been playing since the game came out in 2016. I don't think so, because they find consistent ways of doing so. Yes, so give it one of us to us. Why Why couldn't the reward have been something, because we know PvP is coming, why couldn't it have been some kind of item foreshadowing PvP or something like that? Hmm, maybe. They, they could have done a million other things, but... Listen, they're, they're, they're padding their time out. They're like, go, go catch the raids you didn't get. I like, I straight up, like, I turn the game on, like, once a day to catch a Pokemon, and that's really it. Yeah. Because I'm so tired of seeing these Kanto Pokemon. See, for me, I just gotta catch, I gotta catch, like, a, a Tentacruel, and, uh, I caught a Dugong yesterday, so I, I needed that. So, it's just good for me, because I'm just, like, filling up a couple slots there's, that I still needed. There's certain Pokemon where I'll, like, if I see a Magnemite, I'm like, need those, need those Magnemite candies. Oh, yeah. Um, that's the other thing I think about. Like, if, I mean, we just had a Johto Festival only a few weeks ago. And then we have the Kanto Festival. I'm like, well, there's a lot of Gen 4 Pokemon that yeah, evolved this is like too. the fourth Kanto Festival ever. Yeah, but that's still a lot. I guess. I mean, over that much of a time span, is it? It's also only half the month. I know, but like when you when you put into consideration as well that they are the most common Pokemon in the game. Really? Yeah. Well, they were for the longest period of time. I guess that's fair. No, no, I like it. I like Kanto Pokemon. Region exclusive Pokemon are now hatching out of 7k eggs. Kanto region exclusive. So you got your Kangaskhan, your Mr. Mime, your Farfetch'd, and your Tauros. It sucks if you get a Tauros. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's really cool. Is that, oh, and the birds. The legendary birds are currently appearing in raids. Yeah, that's another cool thing. Mewtwo, and they can be shiny. They can be shiny. Mewtwo doesn't come out until September 20th. That's what I said. But that's the other thing about the birds, okay? Like, we just oh, had God. three <laughs> events for the birds. I have at least five of every bird. I don't care about that either. But if you want a shiny bird... You could be like me and my girlfriend who have shiny birds. Give it. Do I need one? Do you need to I play Pokemon like, Go? <laughs> I feel like getting Deoxys released would have been a much more interesting re- That's reward. That's next month's reward. That is next month's. After Mewtwo. Yeah. Mewtwo doesn't start till the, September 20th. I don't know if that you is, said that. That is the third time you have said that Mewtwo is coming out on September 20th. Excuse me. It's getting um, late. <laughs> Hyper Beam and um, Shadow Ball are exclusive to EX, though. Yes. You won't get one with Hyper Beam or Shadow Ball. No, you will not. Can't TM for it either. Nope. Okay, uh, but that's our little Pokemon Go news breakdown. Um, the uh, Let's Go Pikachu, the special edition. We th- This is talked about in the Direct, which obviously is our main discussion this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but take a look if you like it. It's really pretty. It's got cute little designs on the back of the Switch. It is adorable. It comes with the Pikachu and Eevee uh, Joy-Cons and the Switch dock with Pikachu and Eevee on the side so that the, the sides line up with them. It's super cute. I'm a little bummed because Japan is able to get the Joy-Cons and the dock separately. They're sold separately. I would I would get the Joy-Cons individually. I would get the Joy-Cons, too. I mean, you can always get them from Japan. I could, but that's expensive. I'm I not mean, saying I won't. They're expensive anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that they are. Um, but yeah, that's cute. Um, Dark Souls got an official release date of October 19th. So summer 18, right? That's yes. still summer, yes. right? Have you, have you seen that, that uh, meme? <coughs> Have you seen that meme for Kingdom Hearts 3? Where, because they were saying it's going to come out in, in 2018 for the longest time. It was like, is this the 13th month of 2018? <laughs> I think that's the 13th time you've said that joke on this podcast. I just love that joke. It is really good, though. <laughs> um, we got a couple more uh, Sega Ages games. Sonic 2 is the one I wanted to talk about that's coming to yeah, the that's uh, cool. Switch. I'm really excited. I like so- that one. Sonic 2 and Sonic 3 I will buy when they come out, and I will play them all the time. Because of I really course. like them. And Sonic 3 has the the save files which makes it a little bit more appealing but i played sonic 2 
like every Saturday for like eight years. <laughs> so it's very important to me. Uh, the other thing, Assassin's Creed is getting that weird streaming services in Japan. The yeah, same that was way in that, the. Uh, um, this was in the the Japan Nintendo Direct where um, there's there you can stream it from the internet. Like it's like Resident, Resident Evil, Evil Seven. And there's one other game that does it. I can't remember. Oh, um, I don't know which one it is. It's like for for Japan people. Yeah, cool, awesome. Um, I'm not paying to rent Assassin's Creed. I don't, I don't think I'd pay to play Assassin's Creed though. So you know, the, for their credit, the Assassin's Creed games have gotten way better. I'm sure or, they have. Origins was a very good game. I have heard they're really good. I'm still not just. I mean, I played the first one, and by the end of it, I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah, but there is a different game. It's like they are different games now. Yeah, but just that. That style of open world doesn't really appeal to me. I'm sure if it was put in front of me, I'd play it and enjoy it, but I'm not like, I have so many other games I want to play. Right, no, I I, I'm not like stick, trying to stick up for it. I'm not going to get it either. But, like. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, the last thing I want to talk about um, the, uh, is just, this is just a little gripe that I didn't put on the list, by the way. Um, did you know that if you buy a game on your wish list on the Nintendo eShop, it doesn't go away from your wish list? This is just something that bugged me. <laughs> Oh, do you have to manually? Get you have to manually get rid of it. I was like, "Oh, come on!" <laughs> Matt well, says the eShop has plenty of problems. Matt, you said that I don't complain about what things Nintendo does enough, and this is something I was annoyed. You know, about. you know, you know, you know what? That that alone would make the um, the twenty dollars worth it if if you paid for the online service. You got a special a overlay of e-shop? the eShop, and it's just better. It just says the Nintendo, and it just has like a stamp that says "Real Nintendo Real <laughs> eShop." It's like this is how the eShop should have been you know, from the like, start. Okay, mm. but let's just jump right in, Matt. We're All talking right. about the Nintendo Direct. Obviously, there were so many games. I count. You know how many games they talked about? So, not sound the ones that got released. Um, you know how many games they talked about? Talked about forty-one games total. So they talked about a lot of games and not a lot of time. That's that's a lot of games. So Matt, you want to start with the first one? I do want to start with this first one. Uh, we got an announcement for Luigi's Mansion three coming out in twenty nineteen for the Switch. Yes, which this is just, just further makes me go, why Luigi's Mansion three DS? Yeah. <laughs> well, Luigi, the Luigi's Mansion one on the three DS, I'm excited about because I never played Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, neither have I. So I'm going to skip it and just wait for three. Oh, I'm gonna play the first one. I, I mean, it's like, all I'll right, I'll just save 40 bucks, and I'll get three on the Switch. I'll, I'll lend it to you. You can play it through. Okay. Um, I, I like Luigi's Mansion. I always like the idea of it. I like how they always were like, okay, I know how last time when we did a direct, we killed Luigi, but Luigi's okay. See? He got his own <laughs> He's game. Fine. He's going to be fine. <laughs> but um, obviously, we don't know a lot of information about it this. It looks really pretty. But it looks pretty. And I'm excited. I, I was watching with my friend who loves the first Luigi's Mansion. Oh, yeah. And we the direct started, and I was like, oh, here's Luigi's Mansion for 3DS. And he goes, this is different. I've never seen this room before, and I played the game like 10 times. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And he's like, this is something new. And then he he just flipped. And That's awesome. It was, it was so funny. Um, Although, I played Dark Moon. Yes. Didn't really like it, but everybody tells me, if you didn't like Dark Moon, you should still play the first one. Yeah, they said Dark Moon isn't nearly it's as good. It's so different and not as good. And, and I'm like, okay, sure, I will give it a chance, but I'll probably play this one. I mean, if, if you lend Luigi's Mansion 1 to me... You'll play it? I will say thank you, and I will play the game. Okay. But I, I, I don't think I'd buy it for myself. That's point. fair. Um, real fast, just because you talked about someone screaming and wooing, I want to take a quick sidebar to talk about my experiences watching this direct. <laughs> so, Matt, as you know, I and if you saw our Twitter, you'd see this. I was in New York, and I had an event I had to go to uh, around 8 o'clock. So... I said, listen, I have to watch the Nintendo Direct, but I'll be out of work at 5. Why don't I go to the Nintendo store and watch the Direct? Like, come on, it's Nintendo NYC. That was a mistake. (laughs) 
It's a very big mistake. A lot of yelling. It was fun, but a lot of yelling. So much yelling that when Luigi's Mansion 3 for Switch came out, there was so much jumping and yelling that I could not see the screen. And I was like, okay, listen, I have it on my phone, and it's about 20 seconds ahead of what's on the screen. So I just walked around the back and went down to the first floor. And me and the Nintendo NYC staff watched the Direct on a phone. <laughs> be like, oh, they just announced this. Everyone's going to yell in like 20 seconds. And like clockwork, <laughs> they yelled. It was That's great. so funny. I, I'm very happy of how I enjoyed the Direct. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that quick aside. But the next thing they talked about was uh, a 3DS game that I'm actually kind of excited about, which is Kirby's Extra Epic Yarn. I am so excited for this. Yeah. As so- I mean, I've, I've played pr- pretty much every Kirby game. I think I've played every Kirby game. I'm pretty sure you but have. I love Epic Yarn. And Epic are- Yarn's so good. It's so this cute. Is, this is how you do a remaster port thing. Yeah. You put new levels in there, you put a new difficulty mode in there because you couldn't die. Yeah. In the original I remember you couldn't die. Game. And now you can die. And they added new power ups that just do new things. It it looks so good. And it looks cute and it's like again, you know, now that the three DS is kind of becoming like the first console for, for Nintendo gamers and then to move on to like the Switch. This is a great game to bring to the 3DS because people who care about this game already have played it. But, like, you know, if I had someone who was, like, you know, six or seven years old and they want to play a new video game, I'd definitely buy them Kirby's Epic Yarn. This game is just a a really good game. It's so cute. And it's like, I I thought this was, like, out of nowhere, but I'm like, it's a great choice. Yeah, I, I never would have expected it, but it was good. I liked it. Um, next one was something else we already knew. Um, this was Bowser's Inside Story. So it has a Bowser Jr., uh, side thing. So this is like Bowser's Minions for Mario's right, Superstar please. Saga. Um, this looks fine. I, I didn't play this one. I'm a little bummed, though, that they skipped Partners in Time, because that was my favorite Mario and Luigi game, which is the that second one. That was my one. favorite one, actually, But they also. skipped it. They went right into Bowser's Inside Story. Mm-hmm. So, meh. Um, but this one know. comes out uh, January 11th, 2019. Again, this is the second game now that's coming out January 11th, 2019. I, I guess so. Okay. It look, I, I think this looked pretty cool. Yeah. It, I mean, I'm... I'm not going to get it. Neither am I. <laughs> but it did look It looks cool. cool. Uh, the next one... Uh, so we got a little bit of information on... Well, we also got information about Yokai Watch, but I figured we were good about skipping that. I, the game was already out. It. The game's already out, so the Yokai people know. In U.S.? Yeah. Is it was it? at the end of the, the thing. They're like, "It's out now." Oh, okay. Well, I mean, Yokai is out. I thought it looked cool. Yeah. I'm not interested in Yokai. My friend, when we were sitting there watching the direct, he was like, "Hey, you know, this looks better than any Digimon game." I mean, uh, he no, ain't no. Wrong. His exact words were like, "Wow, this is like if Digimon had originality." <laughs> was exactly what he said. And I was like, "Wow." So if that floats your boat, then yeah, try Yokai Watch. It's cool. Um, the other thing though we talked about was Luigi's 3DS. Uh, 3DS Mansion. Yes. Uh, but not Dark Moon. <laughs> Correct. Uh, has a little bit of updates so you can play co-op, and you can do boss battles even with just one copy of the game. So right. that's cool. But the whole game you need. You need to. You need to. And I, I mean, I think this is a great addition. I think this is a great way to play the game with a friend. I thought the co-op itself looked stupid, just because you are a solid green Yoshi. I mean, Luigi. I'm a solid green Mario. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. If you could play as Yoshi... As the, as player two, that would be amazing. You can play Peach as player two, that would be amazing. Waluigi, Wario, any of them. Any God, of them if works. you could be Waluigi, I'd buy you a copy of the game. Okay, Matt, <laughs> you can be Luigi. I'm going to be Waluigi. <laughs> but like, it is cool for getting something new oh to Oh, no, players. it's like it's totally cool. I get, my, my complaint is stupid. But, like, it is cool that you could play it with somebody else, I feel like. 
I, from what I've played of Dark Moon, I feel like that it would be well suited to playing with two people. Yeah. I don't know if how well a game that was made like over ten years ago now. Yeah, it was two thousand one, right when the well when, almost twenty years 2001, ago. Two thousand one, two thousand two. It was an old. I mean, that, that's, I mean, the GameCube came out right around the turn of the century, or right? Yeah, Jeez. somewhere around there. Um, but anyway, I can't imagine that like when they made the game, they were like. We're going to put co-op in here. So I don't know how well-designed the game is for co-op, but it's still cool you have the option. Yeah, give us some options. Always good for options. And always put new things. They also gave us a little bit of Amiibo functionality. Whatever. It's, uh, yeah, it's whatever Amiibo it's, functionality it's, it's is. The, like, like most Amiibo functionality. It's like, yeah, the, like, okay, you have Amiibo. Here's a little bit of bonus. Whatever. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, they talked about uh, Splatoon 2 V4 was the next big thing, which was really cool. If I knew what V4 brought. It brought an anime opening. It did bring an anime opening. That was the most amazing thing in yeah. the world. I was I played Splatoon 2 actually today, and the weapons that they showed, the non-new function weapons, are in the game now. So that's kind of cool. Everything but, will be in the game by October, I think they said. Okay. Because they showed, you know, they showed Splatoon uh, Splat whatever X100, which I wasn't sure what it was. People were saying it was going to be a battle royale, but then I think it's going to be it's just a hundred times experience points. I think that's what it is. Um, which is just something randomly something that can happen. Uh, they talked a little bit about how they're going to change the Splatfests so you can play with your friends, which is actually kind of cool. Thank God. Yeah, I think when, well, the next Splatfest is the 20th, so if we want to do yeah. it together, we can want, actually play I, it together. I love Splatfest. Yeah, we'll do it. Um, and then they showed, one thing they showed was kind of cool is they showed a couple new, uh, secondary weapons, like the, the shaky bomb and the spl- like some kind of new super yeah. attack and the giant hammer. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, it's going to be like a giant stamp, right? Cause it's like ink, so like stamp. Something like that. It must be. <laughs> that, was, um, that just sounds really cute. Every, every time I'm like, how else could they make another one? Cause like they had, you know, like a water gun as the first one and then they had a paint roller and then they had the, um, the brush, the brush and then they all, all the weapons turn out to be something like related to paint or ink and i'm like they can't possibly think of another one. Oh, a stamp they got me with the stamp a stamp <laughs> and then once around they're like you know what matt no we're not doing anything ink here's a champagne bottle gun let's yeah, go <laughs> exactly or a lunar blaster yeah whatever it's cool uh but yeah keep a keep a lookout for splatoon 2 i mean there's a good thing if they're rolling out new content right around this yeah that's, you know, that's, that's a good reason to get switch online which i think is awesome yeah uh more stuff that would be good to have with switch online uh mario tennis aces you said that skip mega man 11 oh oh i'm sorry <laughs> mega man 11 what's wrong no well, we already kind of knew about this this is uh, i mean yeah we knew about it but it was in the direct again like yes. we thought it was going to be the full bounce man stage is there yes game comes out october 2nd I think the game looks ugly. Yeah. I, th- I just don't like the art style. That's fine. I and mean, I, I'm happy they brought it up because, like, I feel like as much as I like the classic ones where, like, Mega Man 9 was still like this and Mega Man 10 was right. still like this, um, you know, this old 8-bit style of the classic games, I do feel like it just limits what they can do in terms of, like, how to make it look to make it look cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they've, they've exhausted a lot of their resources at this point. What? No, I don't think so at all. I mean, they've made mean? they made ten stages or ten games with stages, where as much as I I don't think they could have made. I mean, they could have easily made this game in that art style. Oh but, yeah. Like what the amount of options they have for stuff, I think is more limited. Yeah, and if I they think they blew to, it. I think they did too. I think I think not doing the NES style was smart. This style, whatever. It's just my problem with it is very stiff. Yeah. There's no like. 
one of the reasons why Spider-Man is so much fun to play is because the animations are just crazy. Like, they're just so lively and they're so energetic. But Mega Man's animations in this game, and it's not a big 3 thing, but it is a 2D thing, and the animations are just so stiff, and he looks lifeless. It's almost like how they how they designed him in Smash, where it's like, hey, this is a 3D Mega Man, but like he's still basically 2D Mega Man. Right, no, but I think what's worse is that I think it is specifically designed this way to go off of the TV show that's coming out that looks so ugly. Oh, is that what's going on? I, I uh. mean, I can't confirm that but capcom no i feel like that's kind of what's happening here i, I don't like that at all mega man fans have been really, through enough i'm still really excited for the game because i'm sure the game itself will be good and i'm i love mega man games so yeah i'd argue then if that's what's going on it's probably yeah to match it with the new art style they're doing for the tv show and also just they couldn't they would have a hard time marketing this game in nes style graphics as being like a 50 dollars game mm-hmm. and part of the reason i'm not probably picking this up is because of the price i don't want to sound rude and say oh well you know an expensive short game isn't worth it. But I'm not like a huge Mega Man fan. And I really play, I really enjoyed playing um, Gunvolt 1 and 2. And I still have to play uh, Mighty Number Gunvolt or whatever it's Mighty called. Mighty Gunvolt Burst. Great um, game. So I'll, I'll play that one if I feel like a Mega Man itch to scratch. That's fair. So, but yeah, it's coming out October 2nd. I don't know if we knew that. I think we did. but I think we did too. Yeah. So next up, as I was saying before, Mario Tennis Aces. It's kind of cool. They told us that they're going to be updating the game up until next June. Yes. So we are getting a fair amount of new content. They showed characters. Um, some of the characters we've already seen, like Birdo, Shy Guy, um, I think all Paratrupa, the characters they showed, we've already known about. We've known about. Uh, there's a couple characters in the story mode that I'm sure they'll roll out soon oh, as well. Oh, and Petey Piranha. Yeah, that was the big that one. Was Petey the Piranha, one. who doesn't have a racket. So I'm worried, like, do I just do I just break his arm if I do Destiny Waluigi strategy? Yes. I just break poor Petey Piranha's arm? Yes. Um, okay. I, <laughs> I like Petey, so I'm happy he's coming to the game. Yeah, that's cool. They also talked about um, some the, new co-op challenges the, they're going to be adding. Yeah, did you see that? I thought that was really cool. And they showed, like, something coming out of the ground from what it looked like in the story mode. So, like, a couple new story missions. I mean, like... If they can find a way to spice that up, then I would love to see it because we talked about this last week. The way the story mode is right now, it's really not that great. Yeah. And if you just add a little bit more here and there just to do with friends, so then you you know, you know put Mario Tennis Aces back in your Switch and you're playing some challenges more and you're like, you know, let's just things. play some uh, couple games. I feel like in our friend group, that game just didn't stick around long enough. No, it didn't. I love that game. Next time, next time we're all around, we should play it again. We should. Because it's one of the few games my girlfriend and I really like playing together. Um, so we could all play together, and it'd be good. Uh, but we also talked about some mission tack things that they wanted to do. Like, I guess it's gonna be like, like almost like global missions in Pokemon Go, where like you know, you know, play this many games or do this many things. And if you do the missions during these time periods, you're gonna get alternate costumes. So we already got the first one, which is an alternate Mario costume that you can have. But they look cute, like little visors and alternate colors for characters, like Shy Guy. And it's just more reasons to go back to the game. So if if it's you know, if they're going to roll some of this stuff out a lot, then I'll be excited. They did say the first um, the first update is coming, I think, the end of September, right? Like the yeah. version 2. So that'll be good. I-, I like this game. I feel bad that it didn't get as much play as, as I thought it would. Yeah, it's a great game. Yeah. Uh, but next one up. Uh, this one I was kind of whatever about. But yeah, so was I. I was like, okay. Capcom Beat-Em-Up Classics uh, is coming out September 18th. If you are into Capcom Beat-Em-Up games, this seems really cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I do know people who are into those. Yeah. So, and like, if you like those kinds of arcade games, you're getting, I think it was seven, right? I think so. Seven, like, classic arcade games on your Switch, some of which have never been on a home console before. Yeah. And that is really cool. It's one of these niche things, and if you like those things, you are really excited, and I'm happy for you. And I think the fact that you could play online is awesome. Yeah. Because those are the kinds of games that you don't need to 
you don't need to coordinate with people to do online. You can just you can get stuck with randos. Like I don't know if you're played in an arcade and you're playing on a machine and some random other kid comes up to you and he was like, "Can I play with you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Like, yeah, go and ahead. You just play. You just play with a random kid in the arcade. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It runs. Right. I think like that. I, I think it's a like good you fit. Go perfectly. Yeah. Uh, next one. This one I'm really excited about. It was true. The Mario uh, New Super Mario Brothers U is coming to the Switch. So it's Mario U Deluxe, I guess. Yes. Um. So, in addition to being Super Luigi U as, as well. So I was that remind me. Was that like a DLC pack or a separate yes, it game? Was, it was like a DLC pack that was kind of a separate game. So it was like big enough to be its own game, but it was really just DLC. Right. You. I believe you could also buy it separately. Okay. Yeah, because I remember seeing the box, and that's why I was like, I, I mean, I didn't own a Wii U, as you all know. Mm. So uh, so it comes with all that stuff, but then they also added two characters, which is good, because this is like their version of the, you know, like the invincibility mode well, or the funky Navit Kong was, mode. Navit was in um, Luigi. Luigi. Okay, I didn't know that. So Nabbit is in the game, so he's like invincible, right? So he's like Funky Kong. So mm -hmm. you can play through and just get through the game if you want. But then they also added Toadette. Who has like some cool little jumpy abilities and become Peachette, which is so little. You pick up the crown, you become Peachette. Because why would we add Peach into the game? Yeah. Well, I guess they don't want to make like Little Peach, because I don't know, for reasons. <laughs> little Peach has been in games before, though. I know, but isn't she like the person you're trying to save in this game? Um, yes. Okay. I mean, it's not a I good so. reason. But like, still, who cares? Just, just add, like, as much as I hate to say this out loud in front of Matt, just put Rosalina in. I mean, yeah, why not? There we go. What, uh, what, what about Wario or Walu Waluigi? Yeah, why not Waluigi? Like, why are they, like, the, I just, and also, Kirby was a great way of doing a remaster. You put new stuff in, you do all this other crazy stuff. New, Super Mario Deluxe was the worst way to do a remaster. There's new, no new levels that they stated. There's very cheaply inserted characters, and that's it. Yeah. There's 164 courses, sure, but a lot of people have already played all those 164 courses. I see. I would argue the opposite. I feel like the part of the reason they didn't want to do this is because the the market for that kind of game is a lot of casual. Like a lot of casual audiences will buy that game. Right, and I mean, I'm not saying that a lot of Switch owners who would buy this game never had the opportunity to buy this game before because they they didn't. But what I'm saying is why not go that extra mile and add more stuff? Because even if you're a casual player who had never played Super Mario Deluxe, Super Mario U, New Super, whatever the New Super Mario Brothers Whatever the heck the game's called. <laughs> you, you'd still, if you heard new exclusive content for Switch, would be that more inclined to buy the game. That's fair. I, I'm excited because I didn't play this game. And I haven't played a 2D Mario game in a long time. I like to think that they're just like... Okay, here, you guys you guys put this out so we can say we have 2D Mario, and then you guys work on Mario Maker 2, and we'll be fine. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, I mean, clearly they're working on a lot of stuff right now, but I'm hoping this it's is just, just like, like... Okay. I mean, they're they're probably just padding their January at I this think, point. Because January is kind of full of remasters. I think that, um, you know Super Mario Run on the iPhone? Yes. I genuinely think that is the best 2D Mario of the past 10 years. Really? Because... They do things in that game, and they have ideas that regular 2D Mario games should desperately have. They eliminate the idea of lives. They add new characters, and every new character has different abilities, and you can do different things in every level with different characters, so you are motivated to play each level with the different characters. And on top of that, there's different coin patterns that you have to get in each level, so you have to take different paths through the level at least three times 
to play the full game to the full extent. And it's so much fun because there's so much replay value. There's so much variety in the challenge that it's so much fun. Cool. See, I've never played Mario Run, so this actually is interesting because it didn't come out on uh, iPhone. It was only about on Android only relatively, grand scheme of things, relatively recently. Mm-hmm. I just don't really, you know, I don't really play games on my phone. But I guess my hope would be, you know, like you said, I mean, I've heard a lot of people say that the, this game is not the weakest in the series, but, like, it, it didn't do anything new. Like, it, it, despite being called New Super Mario Brothers, um, it's kind of following the same New Super Mario Brothers pattern as all the other it, games. I mean, none of the New Super Mario Brothers games really do anything new. Like, that's the problem. The first one did some did Oh, stuff. the first one, sure. Yeah. And the but that one, one came out on the DS. The <laughs> one on the 3DS had some new, like, gold power-ups or something. Yeah. And I heard it was fun. It did some new things. Yeah, I mean, to me, as someone who hasn't played one since the first one, yeah, I'm going to pick this up. I'm going to have like, fun with it. But I, I understand that, like, for people who are like, really? really i'm like yeah i i get why you're upset i i am sitting here bashing this game but i know i'm gonna buy it again (laughs) like i mean like it's it's still it's still a fun game like don't get me wrong it's a fun game i'm just a little disappointed how they do it and i have all i never got the chance to but i've always wanted to play this game four player oh yeah like i I just want to do it really bad because i think it'd be a lot of fun well uh the lady and i are very excited to play this game together so you can come over. We can have at least three. We can try to convince Tim to play with us. I mean, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. But now we get to talk about... Um, oh, by the way, I said September, uh, January 11th on this one, right? January 11th. Important day. Oh, really? Yeah. January 11th on this, too. Everything's coming out January it's so 11th. so weird. I don't know. I guess it was like the first weekend after... Uh, the first Friday after the holiday season. Yeah. Um, they want you to be able to return the games you didn't like, you know, and, and buy these. these games. Uh, the next one, though, is actually the, <laughs> the actually best part of the Direct. Katamari Damacy! Let's go! Katamari Damacy reroll is coming out, and I'm so excited. Unfortunately, though, we did get a release date. December 7th. Okay. <laughs> the cursed release date. The game will come out, I'll forget about it for a month, I'll be like, oh yeah, that came out the same day as Smash. This is gonna be one of those games where, like, I ask for it for someone to be for Christmas, because it's like, I don't want to spend money on this game, because I don't want to buy it day like, of who, because i why wouldn't i buy why would i buy smash who thought that was a good idea probably somebody and then they were like <laughs> okay december 7th sweet and then they put it out online they're like um you know when we announced this right yeah during the direct what else they announced during the direct oh yeah they announced uh, you know a couple cool things they, did they talk about smash Bros? yeah do you remember when smash Bros comes out oh no <laughs> and they like realized the terrible mistake they had made <laughs> but yeah i mean i think this is this is a bit of a niche game anyway like the people who like Katamari it's like, okay, will play. Here's my th- like, have you played this game? No, but I've always wanted to play a Katamari game. Why? Because I like the idea of playing like a quick score attack game that has this very goofy concept that it does have. Like you know, you're running around, you're trying to maximize how much stuff you get, and by the end, you're rolling over buildings and stuff. And it seems it's super silly. It, but- is, it is super silly. But I like it's a game that's so crazy and so funny. But it's not a game that I would recommend to people. Really? It's and it's not because it's a bad game. It's just because it is a one-and-done kind of game. It's like, you know, um, I'm going to bring it up again. Don't get mad at me. You know, oh, how, no. No. How Don't upset say it. we got with Sushi Strike no! because it just did the same thing over and over again? Yeah. I mean, like, that's what this game does. But, like, I think the issue for me with with Sushi Striker, I'm sorry, was that it was trying to be deeper and more than that, where Katamari is literally just True. roll Ka- the things over. Katamari knows what it is. Yeah, and I feel like I, w- I would want to replay a level of Katamari being like, oh, that was really fun, I want to play it again. <laughs> As opposed to Sushi Striker, I'm like, okay, I beat this level, let's do the next level. Okay, like, not, not like it's a bad game, I'm just saying, if you have to choose between Katamari 
and Super Smash Brothers. I mean, obviously. But if you want to buy two games, like, listen, Katamari is really fun. Right. There's a reason it's coming out on the Switch. That's that's one of those games where I'm like, it depends on the price tag. Yeah, I could see that. I really hope that this has hope for Katamari coming back, because there hasn't been a oh, Katamari yeah. game in a long time. I mean, Katamari 4 Smash. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Come anyway. I, I am very excited about Katamari. Yeah. Uh, the next thing I talked about was the Switch Online, which we already discussed. I knew it was going to happen eventually. Yeah, we can keep moving. Um, uh, NES controllers? The NES controllers are... They're, they're fine. If you're, they're fine. If you're really going to get into those NES games, then they're cool. Yeah. And, and they're only $60. Yeah, for two. Exactly. I mean, technically two. Um, only, quote-unquote. I'm excited for this, though, more so because... When we had the firmware update, remember, we also had a symbol for NES controllers, but also Super NES controllers, which means that SNES games are at least coming in some way, shape, or form to the Switch because that controller is confirmed for the Switch. Right. And you, I mean, it has it has four buttons that you can't use with NES games, so... I, I'm sure there's going to be more. Yeah. So that was really exciting. I'm, I think it's cute, but whatever. I, I, no, I, I don't really think it's exciting. I think it's whatever. Uh, for the people who are excited, though, like, this yeah, is really big. It's cool for those. And, like, I'm sure there are those people who are casual Switch owners who had an NES or an SNES way back when. And they're like, whoa, I can play all these games that I used to play when I was growing up. But with the original controller, I mean, that is super cool. Yeah. Listen, it's it's a way to get NES classics, quote unquote, into people's hands without you know having all the issues that the NES classic had. Exactly. Okay, but next. But one, I mean, like, oh, sorry. May go ahead. People who bought the the NES classic must be like, great. I mean, technically, it's eighty dollars, and the NES classic is only sixty. So. What do you mean it's eighty dollars? Because you have to pay twenty dollars for the online and sixty dollars for oh, the controller. Oh, I mean, you don't have to pay for you don't have to buy the controller. No, I'm just saying if you wanted to, you're saying the NES Classic people are like, okay, whatever. But listen, the only people who should be well, upset about this are the people who are scalping NES Classics. That's also true. So, but didn't only one NES controller come with the NES Classic? Yes, but there's not a lot of games on there that you can play with two people that you wouldn't be able to play with one controller anyway. Gotcha. Like Mario, you know, you you can play with one controller because each person takes a turn. Right. Um. But that's really that. NES controller is cute. Uh, next one up is Pokemon Let's Go. So there was information last Sunday about this, but they kind of reiterated, reiterated it basically the in the direct. Showing, uh, further they showed a couple new Pokemon you can ride, like Dodrio and Rapidash, which I kind of like. Um, but they talked about how HM moves are gone, as they had to have been, and replaced with like special moves, which are the ones that Pikachu and Eevee will be able to learn. Um, they also showed that Pikachu and Eevee have special attacks that they've never known before. Which obviously makes sense, especially in Eevee's case, because Eevee can't just be a normal-type Pokemon for the entire game. Mm-hmm. It just wouldn't work. Um, so that's cool. I, don't, I mean, I don't know it's what cool. else to really say about that. It's, 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 I'm a little disappointed. I was hoping for more. Yeah, me too. But um, it's, it's cool news, and the game is going to be out November 16th, so we will know everything soon enough. Yeah. I mean, there's not much else they could really tell us and outside like, of surprises. I mean, so. sometime, I mean they, I'm betting they're going to show off the new Pokemon. Oh, they have to show the new Pokemon. Before the game comes out? Yeah. Uh, that must be sometime in October. I like, can imagine them doing be. a Pokemon Direct, and they announce they announce the new Pokemon. They announce Pokemon 2. They announce... Well, actually, they could. <laughs> I was thinking about this. They can announce a Pokemon DLC character. They could announce the new Pokemon. They give us the data dump for Pokemon Let's Go, and announce the Pokemon in Smash. Yeah. That'd be pretty solid. Tapu Koko, Buzzwole. Incineroar. Kamo. There's some, there's some solid choices. Darkrai. No. <laughs> anyway, that's that. 
Next thing they talked about was Diablo 3. Um, we, November 2nd. November 2nd. And there's Amiibo support. There there was no new information in this. No, they talked about Ganondorf for a hot second. but Yeah, but that wasn't new. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that's it. November 2nd was the thing. We didn't actually yeah. know the confirmed release What is release the Amiibo thing. support? Uh, I think it, like, gives you either new special items or, like, if you want to, like, bring enemies to fight you right now, you can just, like, scan an enemy. And, oh, that's, and bring that's a, neat. Yeah, so, it, it, again, it's, again, it's, like, basic amiibo functionality. If you have... That, that's, like, I think that's, like, a step above. You know, like, the, usually you get, like, D-tier amiibo functionality. That's, like, a C-tier amiibo That's fair. That's fair. Um, so that's that. We talked uh, a bit about Super Mario Party. More info. They told us 80 new minigames. All of them are new. Uh... They showed a little bit more of the courses and stuff. I mean, this just makes me more excited. I'm so I'm so down for this game. I'm also happy because I thought the game came out uh, October 15th. But actually, no. it's not October 5th. Yeah. I didn't realize that. So we're, I was like... We're very close yeah, I was like, game. whoa! We're like three weeks away from that game. Yeah, it's so it's it's soon. Uh, but yeah, so that's cool. Next one up. <laughs> game Freak is working on a new JRPG that looks really cool. It looks so cute. It looks so much fun. Um, and we're going to hold off on the name. But it looks really cute because it all takes place in one little village and it's a, like an action JRPG thing that like it sounds I like... I it was turn-based. I, oh, I'm sorry. Action like... like There's a lot going You're right. Turn-based. But it seems almost like Harvest Mooney or or uh, Stardew Valley-y where mm. like you still have this like town organization structure but then yeah, it's but also... Yeah, you're not... It's not a life sim. Like, no, but I'm saying games. like how important like the people around you and their stories oh, yeah. are very important. And, like, you want to learn and meet these people. But the game's working title is Town. I bring this up because this cannot, this cannot be another Octopath situation. Where, like, Octopath Project Octopath Traveler became Octopath Traveler. Why? This, because I don't want a game called Town. I mean, I don't really mind. <laughs> I just, think it's a cute name. It's almost like the whole game takes place in this town. Yeah, but couldn't they just name it, like, the town's name? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, they could have. Maybe like, they will. Or maybe it'll be like Animal Crossing. You can name the town yourself. So it's like, and it's like, you know, around the game, it's like, Buttville. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you can you can get like a custom custom case, case with the name that you named the town. Oh, no, the inside cover is the same exact cover, but there's like a, whatever the name of the game is, like it's on like a scroll and it's not there. So you can write whatever you want and you can write Buttville. <laughs> um, but I mean, honestly, to me, this might have been the game of the direct for me. Just because it was such like a random thing, it was such a like delightful surprise, and it looked adorable. It's new IP that gets me excited, and honestly, it's turn-based RPG from Game Freak. You know, they they did the Pokemons, so I'm very excited. <laughs> they on did one. the Pokemon. I mean, this is like the first thing I think they've done since Pokemon. That's like new. Uh, no, they've done a couple things. They a did, couple things. Uh, this like horse jockey game where it was like a combination between solitaire and horse racing. Okay. And it was. I don't just say anything else. I don't know what it means. Rambo, the badass elephant. Oh, they made that game. Yep. Okay. So I mean, they've done a couple. They've things. done a but nothing. No, they've never made a turn-based RPG outside of Pokemon. I don't think. I mean, this looks pretty. Pretty. Um. They're they're taking risks with this. It looks like it's a big oh, ordeal. Yeah, no, it looks really a cool. big undertaking. So I, I am excited about this. Game. And, I mean, like next year's gonna be a big year for Game Freak because because you've yeah. got Town and then you've got Pokemon. Yeah. Like, a, f- a full Gen 8 Pokemon game. We year. still have that Gen 8 Pokemon game coming out. That's the thing I was yeah, we'll hear about it next E3. Yeah, we'll hear about it. Next we're talking about a City Skylines coming to the Switch. So, um, this is like a SimCity kind of game. I want to say this, though. Um, I've, I've heard all the reviews. This game's port job is terrible. 
it looked even in the switch, like even in the direct, you could see the frame rate dropping. Yeah, basically, people said that like in the beginning, it works great, but like the more complex your city becomes, the game just kind of like sputters and tr- and like trudges along, trying desperately to like, keep up. I, like I, I, I was talking to my friend while we were watching the direct. I was like, "Do you notice that the game, like even in this advertisement for it, is clearly not running well?" Yeah, and he was like, "Yep," and I was like, "All right." It's weird. Um, I mean, also like if you're gonna play a city game. Why not get SimCity? Yeah. Like, it's just the definitive, like, city simulation. Yeah. It's it's a pity, because these kinds of games are cool, but, like, to have a bad port... Yeah, it's lame. Yeah. So the next one up, though, is Damon X Machina. More of the same. We showed more of the stuff that we already knew about. I'm still very excited for the game. Super excited. Um, Our friend Rob... Yeah? ...doesn't normally watch directs. Watch this direct for... The first, like, this is one of the first directs he's ever watched, and he was like, wow, I'm really excited for a lot of these games. Matt, can we please get Damon X Machina and do the four-player thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The game looks super fun. I'm I'm very excited for the this The one game. thing I am bummed about is that we had 2019 as a release date, not spring 2019, so I'm not sure when this game is coming out I, now. I think it'll be early 2019. I so. think so, too, but I thought during but E3 now, like, we had a... Do we have more... Th- I, like, I don't know why I have this idea in my head, but I could have sworn it was going to be, like, January. I thought so, too. I thought it was going to be, like, early 2019, but it says 2019 now, but, just But, I mean, you know, I mean, they... Like we've just been talking about, they moved a lot of games to January 2019. So maybe they're moving this just to... Maybe they're moving this one because... I Maybe it's because this game is becoming a bigger deal than they expected Yeah, expected it to be, so they want to give it more time to breathe by itself. That's fair. Clean it up a little bit more, too. Never never bad to have a little extra polish. Exactly. Uh, we finally got... So we were right... I mean, the, I mean, obviously, the leak came from Nintendo's website, but Yoshi's Crafted World is in spring 2019. This one looks so cute. The little the little backdrop. The one part where they showed the backdrops and it was like little paper p- plates with eyes. It is adorable. Um, and it's um it's got th- those new features how like you can do it backwards also. Yeah. It looks so cute. I I um I feel like this is like going to go right next to Kirby Star Allies where like I'm excited and I don't think this will be like game of the year, but like this will be a game that I will definitely buy and I mean, enjoy. I think it will be better than Kirby Star Allies because it will be better than the game that came before it, unlike Kirby Star Allies. Oh, <laughs> okay. That was a dig at Kirby Star Allies. I, I'm very aware. <laughs> um, but it it looked really good, and my roommate and I played through the entirety of Woolly World. Woolly World, and we won 100 of the game, and it was so much fun. And I'm so excited to play this game two yep. player. It's gonna go right up next to Epic Yarn. Because awesome game. If this game, if this game is like the first one, it will be fun. By yourself, but it will be really fun with somebody else. Yeah, and that's what I'm excited about. I like having these games coming out more consistently. These games are like, listen, you can play this by yourself, but it's fun to play with more people. Exactly. Uh, so that's that. Next one up is Asmodee, which is really funny because they said Asmodee, and I'm like, that's not how you pronounce that company. I know. Name. I was like, huh. So Asmodee has, I mean, we knew some of these, but they're bringing a bunch of board games to the Switch. Um, Carcassonne, Pandemic. Lord of the Rings LCG, Munchkin, and Catan. So there was another one in there, wasn't there? No, no they maybe said that was it. No, they that were, was it. There were just five. Yeah. So uh, December 2018, I think, is when Carcassonne and Pandemic are supposed to come out. Yes, I'm super um, excited for this. Yeah. So I really like Carcassonne. I I'm kind of whatever about Pandemic. Um, I might get both of them. But I love Carcassonne, and having a board game on the Switch is something I'm really excited about. Like I, I told know, you this, so I glad. really want them to port Seven Wonders to the Switch because that's like my favorite board game. Mm-hmm. But uh, these look really cool. I am excited also about Lord of the Rings. So Lord of the Rings is an LCG, a it living looks card like game. Yeah, it, well, it has to run like Hearthstone. Just for, I'm surprised with the UI. Um, so a living card game, for people who don't know, is like a game where you buy a starter set and it has you know 
so let's say that in Lord of the Rings, you can only have three copies of a card in your deck. It comes with three copies of every card. And then in the real life, what you do is like every month they come up with like a pack or two or three packs. And they're related to the different factions. So like if I'm like whatever red is, I, I can buy the red pack. And it comes with a bunch of cards, a bunch of them for red decks, and it's the max copy of every card. So the idea of the living card game is like, unlike again, like Magic the Gathering, you, you can say, this is how much it would cost to buy every single card in the game at max cost from the company. So I'm excited about this because I like the idea of living card games, but I'm not really into Lord of the Rings. So I want this to do well. So they port other living card games to the Gwent. That'll never happen. Gwent will never happen. Uh, give me like Android Netrunner or something. I don't know. I like that game. Give me digital dice masters. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that's cool. Um, did they say that? I have two things. First of all, yeah. Um, did they say there was a story mode for Lord of the Rings? Yes. I, I thought so. I think I it's would be because that because I do really like Lord of the Rings. I think it's because there isn't. Um, I don't know if there's co-op. I mean, I don't know if there's like PvP, and okay. it's a card game, so like you have to play. I'm assuming there's PvP. There's gotta be PvP. But they have to give you something for a single player mode because okay. if not, it would just be a simulator game. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, the other thing when they were talking, they announced um, Carcassonne, Pandemic, and um, Lord of the Rings, and then they said in the future. They said we're going to make a dungeon crawler based off of Munchkin. Munchkin. Not Munchkin. Right. So I'm like, is this going to be like a video game or a digital version of the card game? Because they, they said dungeon crawler. I think it's going to be the, a digital version of the Munchkin D, a dungeon game, which is which is like a board game version of Munchkin. Mm-hmm. It's not the card game. I, but I'm like, but that just got my mind going. Like, what if we got something like Crawl, but Munchkin? That would be fun. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. Um, and Catan's coming out. I'm I'm not too keen Catan. on Catan. I hate Catan. It's very it, it's like it's like um, it's like the original Super Smash Brothers. It's really important for for board gaming, but it's actually not that. It doesn't really stand up, in my opinion, anymore to mm-hmm. what it used to. Um, but that's that. Next up, they talk about Civ Six. So we we didn't you get this one this, spoiled. Didn't get any new information. No, uh, November sixteenth. Woo! If you're yeah. into Civ games, if if you want it. Uh, the next thing that they talked about was... If you want it, choose this over Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> Poor Civ 6. Um, next one up is we saw a little bit more info on Starlink. Uh, we saw our first actual cutscene with Wolf, which uh, we've known that Wolf was the reason that, you know, that Star Fox was in the Atlas system. And now we have confirmation that he's in the game. Yeah. So it looks cool. Yeah, um, it looks cool. Game looks pretty. Um, I, I'm just glad that there, there will be a fleshed out full story mode for Star Fox. Yeah, there. I mean, it's 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 a set of missions. It's not the full length of the game. Well, no, but like still, like there's stuff for when just you sprinkle Star Fox. them in. It may, it still makes Star Fox feel like the main character. Yes, and it's gonna be good. Um, I'm really excited for that game, as you know. I am super excited for that game. Yeah. Then we had a little bit of information, uh, a little bit more info on the world ends with you, and they talked about Torn of the Golden Country. Um, nothing we really didn't know already for either, but just more fleshed out information. Uh, it's cool. I'm really excited for Torna. I am super excited for World Ends with you. I am too. I'm worried about when it's coming out because I don't know if I'll have enough time to play it with everything else that's coming out. Well, Starlink comes out four days later. Mm -hmm. So it comes out the 12th. Mario Party came out the week before. Uh, Starlink comes out the week after. Mario Party, you're not going to play unless you're with a group. Uh, Yeah, that's true. But still, I want to play all those games. Right. Uh, So anything else comes out that week? Uh, Luigi's Mansion comes out the same day. And Let's Go Eat comes out a month later, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'll get to it, but I'm worried. But that's that. Then we got to a little bit of a sizzle reel. 
real fast. So Warframe comes out uh, November 20th. That's the free-to-play uh, shooty bang-bang game. Yes, it is. Uh, very exciting for the people who like Warframe. Looks cool. Just Dance 19, October 23rd. If you like the Just Dance games, it's, it's your it's your it's a Just Dance game. Just Dance game. Uh, FIFA. This game is already dead on arrival. You can tell. Yep. If EA does not care. They September twenty eighth. They know people will buy it, and it's a mistake. Anyway, Sonic Team Racing, Sonic Team Team Sonic Racing. I don't know actually the name of this game. Sonic but Team Racing. The racing game comes out winter. Um, I'm excited about I this. Think one. I'm excited about this game? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, I think that I... reminds me. Um, back in news. Forgot to mention, we got a new trailer for Nicktoons Racing. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Looks super cool. Yeah. If you're into Nicktoons, which um, I am. I more games it. that are dead on arrival. NBA 2K19 is out now. Okay. Oh, I just checked my watch. I still don't care. <laughs> yeah, okay. Make it short. Uh, NBA 2K Playgrounds 2 comes out in this fall. I've I heard... hear the first one started bad, and they patched it, and then it became really fun. Yeah, I heard people said it was a fun little game. Um, I don't know. I don't really trust... 2K, but, you know, whatever. I, uh, this is, like, different, though. This is very stylized. Yeah, but it's just, it is 2K. <laughs> right, fair. But, anyway, then the last one they showed on this sizzle reel was LEGO DC Super Villains, which comes out October 16th. A lot of people are really excited for this game. I don't like DC. So um, and like I am still, I All still right. need some love All on right, that okay, LEGO Mr. game. Grudger. I'm not a grudger. You I just, are such a grudger. I mean, I am a grudger, but that's not why I'm not excited for this game. <laughs> I don't think I'd be excited for this game anyway. Um, but anyway, then we talked about, we got the Final Fantasy oh, Omega explosion man. of games. This I was watching this part, I was like, oh man, oh man, oh man. It was such a dump of of just Final Fantasy I mean, everywhere. The first thing we got was the Final Fantasy uh, Crystal Chronicles remaster in 2019. Now, we knew about this because it's getting announced for all the other systems last week. But this is really exciting. I actually remember blo- uh, renting this game from Blockbuster, and as a kid being upset because at that point the only Final Fantasy games I'd played were turn-based or active time turn-based combat systems. And you got to play a real video game. Hey, <laughs> uh, I just I wasn't I didn't really get this game a chance. But everyone says Crystal Chronicles. Well, I mean is a great the thing game. about this game is it, it's really hard unless you have four people. Yeah. Yeah. That's, okay. That's what I hear about it, and also um, it had that issue with. Um, when it was originally out, because you needed the GameCube, then you needed the Link cables, and no, you no, no, you four Game Boys. You needed four Link cables That's and right. four Game Boys. <laughs> um, I'm excited to see this game. I mean, I need to look into it again, because obviously, I mean, I didn't enjoy it that much as a kid, but that's not necessarily a good reason for why. Right, I, like, if, if I had a confident reason of our friends would play this game, then I would get this game. But without that, like, justification of, like, I know we're going to play this game, I wouldn't get this game. Yeah, I might get this game if... The single player does work on its own and then be like, hey, Matt, you want to come over and play Crystal Chronicles with me whenever you're available? Mm-hmm. That'd be good. But the next one is they said uh, Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition Remaster HD is out on the Switch right now, which, again, we kind of were expecting because, like, we had known that Final Fantasy 15 was coming in some shape or form to the Switch. And it's out now. It's thirty dollars right now, but if you get it on the sale, it's only eighteen. It's eighteen dollars right now, which Wait, I know mean... because I downloaded. Good. I'm very happy for you. Okay. I'm very glad that you downloaded it. I'm yeah. probably going to do it also. I was like, it I just, I don't like, want to, I don't want to pay, I do not want to pay $30 for this. You so. don't get the full, like, all the side quests and stuff. You don't get the open world. It's a linear for the story. Yeah, I mean, you get, the, you get the full version of the pocket version. Right. Yeah. You yeah. you get story mode. It's yeah. Final Fantasy XV story mode with cute graphics. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to try it out. Uh, the next one is uh, World of Final Fantasy Maxima. Uh, I don't know much about this game. This I remember was on seeing PlayStation it. PlayStation and Xbox. Did it's... it get good reviews? Yes. 
kind of. I believe so. I think it's one of those games. I think this is like this falls into like the Fire Emblem Warriors camp, where like if you're a big Final Fantasy Final Fantasy game yeah, the, player I and mean, you like all the this games, this game came out to celebrate Final Fantasy just like, yeah. in general. And it, it just has little cute cube versions of all your favorite Final Fantasy characters. Yeah. So if you played a lot of the games, you will really appreciate this game. Right, It's a exactly. game for those people. I am only interested if the Sora DLC that was in the Xbox and PlayStation <laughs> version is in this version. Because if I can get Sora on my team, I will get this game. Okay, okay. This one, I'm, this is actually probably the one out of all of these that I'm not even remotely excited I, about. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, the next one up is Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon, which is coming out in the winter. So this is a this remaster is the, yeah. of a, a Wii game. Is it, or is it a new one? Uh, no, it's it's a it's a remaster, but, like, they've changed up a couple things. Apparently, like, you couldn't befriend all the monsters in this game, but now you can befriend all the monsters. Great. I'm excited because they added the Mystery Dungeon name onto this game, which means that they're, like, trying to, I mean, like, I mean, it's it's a Nintendo Switch game, so, like, it's not like they're, like, fighting I the heard. License. I actually heard that it's made by the same people who make Pokemon, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. I'm not surprised. This game looks so cute, and I remember this game when I saw the cover art for the original game. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that, and I never bought it. But I'm excited to see what this is. I think this will be cute and fun and silly, but if it gets good reviews, I'll definitely pick it up. But yeah, let me put it this way. I'm much more excited about this one than World of Ma uh, Final Fantasy Maxima, but this is probably the next one on my list for least caring about. I, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't really care when a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon game comes out. So why would I care when a franchise that I'm not a big fan of comes out? I do like the monsters of Final Fantasy. I think that's why I'm so excited. Like, I look at the little Chocobo. You see him, he's so cute. Chocobo is 100% adorable. Yeah. And then, and then some really crazy shit happened. Yeah, then it just got insane. It was like Final Fantasy XII remaster. I was like, oh my gosh, I love Final Fantasy XII because Final Fantasy XII takes place in Avalis, which is the location of Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, which came out a while back on the GBA. I know you like that game. I love that game. And this is the same world, so it has the same races. You know, the Banga, the Numao, the Vera, which is the ladies with the bunny ears. Um... None of this means anything to me. The new Mao are like these, like, ugh, they're like almost like cow people. They're really cute. And then there's the Moogles, and there's the Banga, which are like lizard men. Although don't call, them, don't call a Banga a lizard, because that's in the first mission of the game. You get to a fight with a guy because your main character, who's never been to a Valis before, calls a Banga a lizard. And that's like a, like a slur to the Banga. <laughs> so you're like, oh god, he called you a lizard. <laughs> um, and then the Vera are basically just like women with white hair and giant bunny ears. So I was really excited about this, because, like, I never played Final Fantasy XII, and I've heard it's pretty good, but I'm excited. But then they were like, no, 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 Mike. Mike, you're not getting nearly enough Final Fantasy in your life. We're going back, Matt. We're fixing the timeline. Have I talked about the timeline on this show? Uh, yes. Okay, yeah, you know how I said the timeline? Basically, like, the reason that N64 didn't do, did cartridges, and then, found, you know, Square Enix left. We don't get Final Fantasy games on this N64. We don't get good RPGs in the N64. Microsoft says we could do this, and they buy Rare, right? Worst timeline. We don't get Final Fantasy VII on the N64, and Rare no longer makes games for Nintendo. This is fixing it. Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy IX, and Final Fantasy X, 1, and 2 are coming to the Switch in 2019. It, it is cool. It is really cool. It's I a like, really big deal. I heard what happened, actually, is that the engine license there was a weird thing with the license for the engine that runs all these games and kingdom hearts that the um license for the engine and the contracts that were there ran out so now square can put these games wherever they want oh is that what it is that's what i heard and kingdom hearts 
I imagine that, like, I have to imagine that Sony's kind of pissed about this because these are all like originally tough, PlayStation exclusive. Cookie. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter because it's not like Sony's making bank on these games now. Yeah, like, I, mean, I don't think Sony's devastated. I think Final Fantasy VII coming on the Nintendo Switch will be massive. I think a lot of people are going to buy it. I mean, yeah, sure. A lot of people bought it when it came out on every other console at Earth. Yeah, but this one I can bring with me places. Don't don't knock the Switch effect. It's a big deal. You could do that with your laptop. Yeah, but oh, playing on a laptop without a controller. Listen, listen. I've played it's Final a turn-based Fantasy. game. It's not like you need a lot of buttons. No, no, no it's active. It's active turn-based. Oh my god, it's, it's like turn-based. Ch- would you say Child of Light is turn-based? Yes. Really? Yeah. I thought you said it wasn't turn-based. No, it's turn-based. Ugh. It's a good turn-based. It's the same system as Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, it doesn't mean I like the game. He just wants to make me <laughs> sad, guys. No, no, Mike. I know exactly what I'm going to do, okay? You're not going to play it. You told me already. You said, buy, I'm not going to buy Mike, it. Mike, I will buy Final Fantasy VII. And, and that is it. when I will play Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and forget all about Final Fantasy VII. But it will sit on my Switch. <laughs> so that's our show. Be sure to reach out to us at Pinkle. <laughs> um, I'm really excited about this. No, I also I like will a- probably give Final Fantasy VII at least a try. You could just, you know what? Like, let me buy it on my Switch, and I'll come over, and we can play it together. Okay? Okay. Okay. I like how they also skipped Final Fantasy VIII. Nobody likes Final Fantasy VIII. Final Fantasy VIII is the one with Squall, right? Uh, it's the I don't know because like I hear the one with Squall is good. I don't know. I don't know if it's seven or or I don't know if it's eight. What or is nine. Squall? Is he the brown-haired guy with the leather jacket? It's Leon in Kingdom Hearts. Uh, yeah, I think it's Final Fantasy VIII. I hear that was good. I, 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 I heard like Final Fantasy VIII is kind of like the one everyone's like, out of all of them. It's, you know what it is? It's like halfway through the game, the storyline gets really weird and like not in like a cool way, just like in a very confusing kind of way. Like, is this all a dream? Is it not? What's going on? For like the entirety of the second half of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Final Fantasy IX I'm really excited about because it's one that I never played, but uh, my cousins had it. And it's like, because they did Final Fantasy VI, VII, and VIII, which all have like these weird futuristic themes in them, Final Fantasy IX was like, listen, it's the last single-digit Final Fantasy game we're going back to our roots, and it's classic. Like, this one where Vivi comes from, and Vivi is just, like, the black mage from the first game, but, like, as a character with, like, the big, you know... Vivi's one of the bullies in Twilight Town in Kingdom Hearts 2. Actually Vivi, or someone named Vivi? Actually Vivi. Yeah. So you know who Vivi is. Yes. Basically, she, uh, he or she, I'm not sure what gender Vivi is. It's is a, a playable character in mm-hmm. that game. So I'm really excited to play Final Fantasy VII again. Really excited to play Final Fantasy IX. Uh, Final Fantasy X. <laughs> okay, all right. I actually like Final Fantasy X. No, no, no. I, I have played the game. Everyone takes it out of context, and it does low-key piss me off. No, but, like, I know out of context, like, I know why it's supposed to be, like, this weird forced laugh, but it is, like, part of gaming history, that I mean, scutsy yeah. with that laugh in it. And I'm not saying I'm, like, making fun of the game. I'm actually excited to play it. I, I've always wanted to play it. When I had a PlayStation 2 at my house for a very short amount of time, I had gotten a copy of Final Fantasy 7 from my cousins, I'd gotten Final Fantasy 10 and 10 2 from my cousins, and I'd gotten Kingdom Hearts 2. And you'll be happy to know that out of those three games, there's only one of them I didn't play, and it was Final Fantasy 10. Justice. Yeah. So all four of these games coming to the Switch, the mainline Final Fantasy games, is a big deal for me, and I think for any Final Fantasy fan. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, I don't want to play 13 and 12 and 14. I mean, 11 and 14 are both MMOs, right? No, just 14. Just 14? No, wait. Wasn't it 11? Might be 11. I think 11 was too. I, th- I think 11 was like awful, like absolutely yeah. dreadful. And, and 14's like actually still pretty okay. Mm-hmm. Um, people still play Final Fantasy 14. No, I hear, they still make expansion packs for 14. Yeah, because they did a Monster Hunter expansion, I remember recently. I, I hear it's pretty good. Yeah. <clears throat> so those, those two obviously won't get ported to the Switch, but like 
Listen, Final Fantasy 1 through 6 were Nintendo. Am I a bad person for thinking that Final Fantasy 13 isn't a bad game? I just find it strange to me. Just, like, <laughs> you hate you hate turn-based JRPGs, and you're not a big fan of this kind of RPG or that kind of RPG, but then, like, this one is the one you like. It's, I just don't think it's... I don't think... I think it's a bad rap. I'm not saying it's a great game. I just don't think it's as bad as everybody says it is. Well, I mean, you just compare it to all the other Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy games, and that's where I think people are like... Rrr. Because the people who like the Final Fantasy games enough to have played so many of them are not fans of thirteen. Okay, I mean, fair. I, yeah. I just like the characters. I like the story. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. God, now I have feelings. <laughs> anyway. Lightning for Smash, am I right? <sighs> just kidding. That was Wrapping this up. Okay, because we've gone a little bit over. Uh, you know, it's, it's a direct special. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's our doesn't 20th matter. episode special. Congrats. Uh, we got our special edition for Super Smash Brothers, which uh, we kind of heard about but this now have been confirmed mm-hmm. um the this people are like oh yeah look at those controllers i'm like dude i could have drawn that on my controller <laughs> yeah i'm like okay great yeah i love that right one they're like check out the right joy-con it's just the great joy-con with a bar <laughs> on the bottom <laughs> i think the um i think the dock looks cool though the dock does look cool i like the dock is um, there something special on this con- the console itself no not on the back like the pikachu one or if there is they didn't show it i don't imagine they would have I... though I mean, maybe just the Smash Ball, I think, would be cool right in the center. Yeah, but they don't, they, like, with the Pikachu one, they didn't they didn't get rid of anything on the back. They just did, like, that matte finish on top of everything to have the the Pikachu and Eevees. Right. So I don't I don't think we're going to get anything. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, but then that was that. And then we got, I mean, there's no. no... Oh, should we bring up the box thing? Uh, yeah, so there was this weird thing, basically. The special edition box is available now on Amazon. And the way the box looks, it looks like there should be 72 characters as opposed to the 68 we currently have. Mm-hmm. And this is a big deal because the people are like, well, no, you know, it means four new characters. Well, no, it doesn't because it says 72, but we already have more than 72 characters because 68 is Isabel, but that does not include Echo Fighters. And there's five of Echo Fighters, right? Richter, Dark Samus, Krom, um... Wait, am I missing someone? Isabel, uh, Dark Samus, Krom, Daisy, that is one, Richter, and that's it. So four. We have four so far. Uh, Dark Pit. Oh, Dark Pit. No, Dark Pit and Lucina. So six. Dark Pit. Is Lucina an Echo? Yeah. Okay. So, the fact is, like, not including Echoes, we only have 68. So technically that means four more, plus any Echo fighters. Plus Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> well, I mean, like, to me, like, Shadow the Hedgehog is probably going to be one. But then also, I don't know if you remember this. The Ridley reveal trailer showed Meta Ridley, but there isn't a Meta Ridley artwork in any of the demos. I don't remember this at all. There's one of the versions of him in Metal. So I'm very, I'm pretty much convinced that either we're getting Meta Ridley as an Echo Fighter yeah, or... Yeah, but what if it was just him with the um, the Metal Coat power-up? No, because it was just like the pieces of his armor. Oh, So Meta Ridley just has those like extra pieces of armor on him. It's like a body chest That'd be a thing. strange Echo Fighter. Yeah, but we got Simon and Richter. So like, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm like, True. you know... Even in Smash Brothers, Meta Ridley is considered a separate character. You right. know, like in Super Smash Brothers Brawl, we had two Ridleys. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't be surprised. They were like, just roll out two of them, get them out of our hair, we'll be done. It still gives me my hope for um, getting Rex and Pyra, and then as an Echo Fighter, Rex and Mithra. <laughs> Stupid. And then double Echo Fighter for Rhine. Because <laughs> <laughs> now it's Rhine time. Um, Ryan, but- it's, it's Rex and Pyra. Rex and Mithra. Ryan and Ryan. <laughs> yeah, it's just two Ryan. 
Oh god. Ryan and then Ryan and Ryan and Knuckles. And Knuckles. <laughs> and then the super secret fighter, which is Ryan and Ryan and Knuckles and Dante from the Devil May Cry series. <laughs> okay, I've made my jokes. So obviously we're talking about Isabel becoming coming into Smash. Yeah. Very exciting. I'm super excited. The amount of cute fan art for Isabel is all over the place is so sweet. I love it. Me too. Um oh god, she looks like she's gonna be fun. And she's like a She's not an Echo Fighter, but she's, like, the Roy to Marth. Or, like, the, the Ganondorf to Kevin Pelgan. Yeah, where it's, like, this is a character that's functionally different enough to not be an Echo Fighter. Right. But they are a new character that has similar, you know, the way she works is going to be similar to the Villager, which makes sense. Exactly. I mean, the Villager is really unique as is, so, like, I'm not upset about having Isabel. I honestly feel bad for the Villager, because, God, who's going to play the Villager now? Yeah, right? Who's going to play the Villager? Sorry. Why can I play the Villager when I can play... I, I mean, when I finally... Oh, no, never mind. I was going to say when I finally get a Villager amiibo, but I have a Villager amiibo. Listen, if they bring the Villager with the Viking horns into the game, maybe I'll play as him. But until <laughs> they do that, I don't want anything to do with him. I mean, I, I still like the village. I don't but like the village. Listen, all right. But Ibabel. But, no. but Ibabel. Mike, you, you know me. You know how much I love Ibabel. You've been playing with the Isabel Amiibo that I bought on eBay last week uh, the entire time we've been podcasting. I know. I'm afraid mine will get jealous. I need to go play with mine. After oh, this. God. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's exciting. But then at the end, the little Tom Nook thing looked so cute. That was so cute. And then announcing Animal Crossing coming was, in 2019. I was just sitting there, like, like hoping so much hoping that they would be like happy home designer hd yeah like, well uh, i would have died when when me and the nintendo employees downstairs were watching at the end because it's it the reason we all knew something was weird was because at the bottom of the screen when tom Nook showed up it said not actual game footage a second time right. so i was like this is something it different is a new i was like this is a separate trailer and i was like i don't i mean tom Nook's already been announced for smash in his in the final smash of the villager and just shown the final smash for Isabel, you know, thirty seconds prior. So I was like, this this has got to be Animal Crossing, but but then we were making all the people were we're all sitting at this point, like you know the the employees are working and going around, but like me, the girl whose iPad we're watching this from, the four people in the Nintendo NYC store, and the customers who are waiting in line, all of us. Look at this screen. We're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? So one of them says, happy home designer HD. They're like, Amiibo Festival Plus. <laughs> but to hear it be Animal Crossing 19 is really exciting. Plus, it proved me right in our Nintendo Direct predictions. Because I said Animal Crossing for Switch. It did. I mean, most of my most of my predictions did come Yeah, I mean, how did we how did we turn out? I said, um, well, first off, just so just so our, our, uh, our very interested uh, audience knows, um, before the Direct was uh, officially announced, uh, the Wednesday before it got moved, me and Matt made a bet of five crisp dollar bills that no, I said no Mario Odyssey DLC would be announced. He said there would be. So just even, you know, even as we shook hands, though, I said they're probably not going you to. You were like, this you is a mistake. That? This is completely a mistake, but I did it anyway. It was, uh, it was good. Um, hold on. I had said, nope, that's, I don't know, I don't have my notes. Um, well, four of mine were correct, or, um, no, I'm sorry, three of mine are correct, no Metroid, classic controllers for Switch, and, uh, Mario Wii U Deluxe. Well, one of mine was N64 Classics, that was no. That didn't happen. Um, I said a data dump for Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Didn't happen. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really count that, but I did say Animal Crossing for Switch. Mm-hmm. What was your last one? Um... More info on Torna? Is that what it was? No. Might have been. No, because I was just talking about how I wanted Rex and Pyra and Smash. Because mm-hmm. I had said, oh, here's a banjo oh, of... Ryan? No, that was No, that was a joke. I don't... Yeah, none of our Smash stuff was right. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> at this point. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I had a couple, right? Yeah. A couple. I mean, we, we did a lot better than we did at E3, that's Oh, sure. God, yes. Um, yeah, I, I had a, at least I had a, at least one right with Animal Crossing. I just can't exactly. remember my fourth one. But no, Animal Crossing is so exciting. Yeah. I mean, like... It's been... It's going to be seven years. That wasn't... Gap. That wasn't one of those things where I was like, this... This is fitting for the final announcement of the Direct, but I was still excited. Yeah. It's just like one of those things where it's so quiet because it's Animal Crossing. It's like, it's not going to be this loud, you know, cacophonous roar. Animal Crossing. Right. No, it's just Animal Crossing. And it worked perfectly. God, those men were screaming upstairs. Oh, sure. Oh, they were screaming. (laughs) It was good, though. I I mean, I am excited. I can't wait for us to talk about animal crossing some more because oh, i'm yeah. sure we're going to they got to give us i mean i feel like this is going to be like like not not no, not think... smash at e3 levels but like at e3 we're just gonna get this huge exactly. amount of info. i think now is when nintendo just goes dark on animal crossing like yeah you know it's here not gonna talk about it until e3 then you're gonna get whole information it's either gonna come out late summer or holiday season yep i think just looking at everything you know we have so many games that just got announced for spring 2019 Along with, you know, how we know Fire Emblem 2019 is crazy. Yeah, we got, like, you know, 16 Final Fantasy games. We Pokemon. Got... Hopefully Metroid. Maybe Star Fox Grand Prix. Animal Crossing. <laughs> Fire Emblem. Yoshi. Yeah, and, um, and Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Mansion. Like, 2019 turned out to be dope. Probably something Mario. Oh, God, there's got to be something Mario. There has to be some kind of Mario game. Yeah. It's it just looks like it's gonna be crazy. Kingdom and Hearts even, three. What? And even Sorry. at the end of this year, like I I mean, me and Matt, if you look through our, our show notes, we have highlighted. I highlighted everything that came out in twenty eighteen, and there's a lot of stuff still coming out. There is a lot of stuff. I'm like, like wow, you know, I know we were saying like the, the beginning of the year that there wasn't a lot of games coming out for the Switch, but the end of the year cleaned up pretty nice. I gotta say that. It did, I mean, and not, they're not like big crazy hits. But, but they're, they're all, all good games. Hopefully, good games. They're, they're like B tier games. You know, exactly. we have we have our you know we have our Smash Brothers, which is going to be the big game this year, and we got you know and we got like huge DLC packs for some A tier games. You know, we got the Splatoon two DLC, we got Torna DLC. Technically, technically the Link, the Legend of Zelda DLC was this year. No, it wasn't. It was the end. It was the, the very end of December. Yeah, still December. Fine. <laughs> Listen, we got a lot of cool stuff this year, and I had a lot of games to play. Yeah. Bayonetta 3 is coming out in 2019, too. Hopefully. Yeah. Jeez, so I many games. I wouldn't be surprised if that gets delayed, but hopefully I'm hope- it comes I'm out hopeful. I'm hopeful, too. But that's uh, that was the Direct. Um, Matt, how would you rate this Direct? Because I'd rate it. I know where I'd rate it. Okay, so they announced a lot of stuff, sure. And as a Direct, I'd probably give it an 8 or a 9. But personally, there wasn't a, like, a crazy amount of stuff that I was like, yes, 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 yes. Like, Final Fantasy stuff... I get it's a big deal. I'm very happy for you because I know you love Final Fantasy. Oh, but yeah. Final Fantasy doesn't really get me going. Now that there's like stuff like Civ Six or or City Skylines and stuff like that, so I'd probably give this direct like a seven. I would give this direct now. Partially, I think it's right because what you said. Like the, a lot of these games are something I'm really excited about. There's a lot of games that were announced that I was really excited for. I would give this this direct honestly, and I don't want to be like, oh, he's giving the direct a, a ten out of ten. But like to me, it's like this is what a direct should be. Okay. A lot of more information on games we already know about. New announcements that we're kind of expecting. New announces for games that are coming out very soon, like Katamari. You know, like games are coming out in the next, like, two months. Then, like, shit that came out of nowhere, like Animal Crossing and Isabel for Smash and Luigi's Mansion 3. You know, I feel like there might have not been a lot for everyone to get excited about all at once, but, like, I feel like everyone got something that's like, oh, that's really cool. Like, you know, like, Isabel. 
Right. You know, for me, it's all the Final Fantasy stuff. You know, for people who are looking at, you know, the kind of more like the PC kind of games, they got things like Civ Six and Skylines, even though Skylines isn't that good. Uh, you know, it's just, it did, I think it hit all the points in a direct, maybe not as best as I would want them to, but like, this is what a direct should be. It hit everything that I would want to see in a direct, like high level. I still, like, I still think that one we got back in March was a better direct. And I think the one we got last September was a better direct. Yes, but I would also give them tens. I think, again, the reason they were good was because they hit all the boxes. Right. Like, the, 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 the March Direct, like, in retrospect, I wasn't as excited about. Because for me, in that Direct, outside of Smash, there was something that was like, oh my god, I need that game. You know? I mean, the only thing we talked about was Octopath. But again, that fits the, this is something that we had more information on that we didn't know about. And then there were the left field games that are coming soon, like WarioWare Gold, mm-hmm. and the games that are like, hey, you never expect this, like Super Smash Brothers. Right. So, again, I think I think those directs, they're really good, and I they mean, stick out in our heads for those reasons. Does it have to check all the boxes? Yes, but I also think it has to check off all the boxes well, and, like, really well. And I think while this one did it all well, it checked those boxes off well, I don't think this was the craziest direct we've ever had. Oh, I don't think that either. But I, I'm grading on a... Uh, a sense of, was this a good direct? Not, was this a mind-blowing direct? Like, I, I just don't I think mean, about it like that. No, I'm not trying to think about it like it wasn't a mind-blowing direct. I just, I think we've had better directs before. Okay. I'm just saying, for me, I guess, I'm not grading this on anything about, like, basically the 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 quality of games announced. Because there are going to be directs that you like more than I do because there's more games right, that, that you want. Right, that is an opinion thing. Yeah, so I'm trying to say, like, if I detract my opinion from it, it hits all the boxes. And okay. maybe it doesn't hit the boxes as well for everybody. That is fine. For me, it does, but I'm trying to take myself out of that and say, these are the kinds of things that I want in a direct. You know, when we look at the Smash, the, the E3 direct, you know, I, I liked it, but I wouldn't have given it this score because it's like, okay, I, I honestly Smash, it, it hit Damon X Machina, and then, you know, a sizzle reel. It, but it didn't hit everything. It was just kind of like... That, that was a meh direct, yeah. the whole E3 thing. Um, I, like, I like what they did with it, and I understand why they did with it. But I'm not going to say it was like, hey, this, this hit all the boxes direct. No, I mean, I, I do think this is a very, very good direct. Yeah. But, um... No, yeah. no, 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 I wouldn't I say it was my... I was cynical this episode, wasn't I? Yeah, you were like all kinds <laughs> of like, uh, Switch Online, yeah, Final Fantasy, yeah, I'm never going to play these games, yeah. <laughs> I'll play them. I hate FIFA. That part's okay. <laughs> that part was fine. My friends don't play enough Mario Tennis. <laughs> you agreed with me. I didn't disagree, but you said am I being cynical, and I'm saying yes. But uh, but yeah, that's kind of our uh, that's kind of our show. So Matt, give us a fun fact. Oh man, a fun fact is that um, Isabel is in Smash. <laughs> Listen, that is a fact. It is a fact, and I don't know about you, but I think that is a. F- that is fun. Okay, I'm going to give you two fun facts because Matt didn't give us a good one. <laughs> um, the first one is that uh, last weekend, Matt and I spent $80 on Pokemon trading cards, and we are not ashamed of it. It's pretty great. It pretty was pretty good. good. It was a pretty great time. It was a good time. Very good time. I love Pokemon. Uh, but the other one is is that I've decided, personally, that I will be giving Matt a gift in the next few months <gasps> that he is only allowed to use to purchase one game. You are going to get the money, and I'm going to purchase for you, so you can play through Baba Is You. Oh my god. I was looking more into this game. It won a, It was like at a festival. It won a bunch of awards. So I'm like, I'm really excited to make Matt play this game to see if it's Should like... Should we record it? Ter- yeah, sure. <laughs> That'll be the episode, live streaming Matt playing Baba Is You. 
I just want to see... I want to see you play this game, and I want to see if it's as bad as you think it's going to be. Yeah, me too. I'm really excited. It's going to be good. So I'll hold you to that. Just great. I, but, I mean, you're going to have to get Tim to do it too. Separately, but you're also going to have to get oh, Tim to do it. Oh, it's going to be like pulling teeth. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's our show. So uh, our intro is made by Rick's Record. He's really cool. Check him out on SoundCloud. Uh, and you can always contact us in a multitude of ways. Matt, where can they contact us on Twitter? Twitter, at Pinkle Peeps. Where can they at reach Pinkle out? Peeps, Gmail, I, Pinkle Peeps at gmail.com. That's our Gmail address. That's what I'm trying to say. That's where you send Matt all his hate mail? All of it. Tell him that uh, tell him that you know he should be more optimistic on our optimistic podcast. Yeah, please Matt. tell me. It doesn't have to be optimistic. It's got to be news. Fair. It's got to be got to be stuff we want to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. But yeah. Uh. Am I missing something? Oh yeah. Follow us on SoundCloud and subscribe to us on iTunes. Oh, I think we're still the Pink Cold Peeps feed right now. Yeah. We're we're gonna fix that soon. I promise. It will be fixed. It will be. Fixed. Um. But outside of that, uh, that's our show. Have a good night, everybody. Ciao.